You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Dominion After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dominion After Show. Yeah, welcome back, guys. Are you going to speak? Or are you I wanted to talk about Las Vegas. It's right. <laughs> We're, listening, we're talking Dominion here at AfterBuzz TV, Sci-Fi's Dominion. So we're listening to Ray New and sing about Las Vegas a little bit. Okay. And <laughs> it's a fun song. It's a good one. We're talking about Vega in the future. Mm-hmm. And here he talks about how Vegas is just stuck up in there. And it will be there forever, as we see in this All I hear show. is strange things are happening to me from Toy Story. That, that is this song. That's all I hear. Um, you but, got a friend in me. Yeah. But guys, this is going to be this is a very exciting episode. Um, this show has really just gotten into its groove. Um, so let's let's start talking about the show. I'm your host Zach Wilson. Uh, let's go. Let's introduce the rest of the panel. I've got Yal Teagle sitting right next to me. Hi, everybody. Over here we have Liz Rishmaui. What's up? And Tari Miller. Hey. hey. Um, and we are ready to talk Dominion, but stick around, um, because we've got a special announcement. Um, we are very excited to announce a guest that will be coming on the show next week, and we are going to, uh, announce that guest. He is going to be announced at the iTunes break. Ah, see what you did there to you guys? I've always wanted to do that. (laughs) You're that guy. Um... (laughs) But yeah, stick around, because uh, it's going to be a very exciting panel next week. Um, but let's talk about this panel this week. Yeah. Um, so we open up on, as we left last week, Michael bleeding out, because mm-hmm. uh, he, he got stabbed with, uh, what was the, the name of the metal? It was... Uh, Imperi- Imperion. Yeah. Imperion Steel. Steel. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a Pokemon. Um, Isn't there an Imperion Pokemon? Anyway. It's very possible. Yes. Um, but but, but it's apparently, I guess, the only type of metal that can kill an angel mm. is what i gathered from it mm. so as soon as he told us about the steel and that it can kill him and it says it should have killed me i was like i was right last week with my statement that i thought that the the um that fury had stabbed him and broken it on purpose to kill him because he stuck the steel we're discussing how why it yeah. broke and i think that i was proven right today but I thought uh, I thought the, the you guys guessed that he did it on purpose, like uh, or Michael uh, got stabbed on purpose to bring uh, Alex back to the uh, the city. That was not my. That was the internet. Uh, yeah, that there was, was there were some comments that that was an and that was an interesting theory. I think that it's sort of now. I that think we it get was your backstory. theory. That's why it was so interesting. I'm kidding. I um, <laughs> <laughs> I, well, it's an interesting theory, but mm-hmm. I think the fact that now we got the Empyrean mm-hmm. Steel mm-hmm. aspect to it, where we know like this is a type of metal that yeah. can really kill him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a that's a reasonable assumption anymore. Yeah, I don't think he's he's going to die. He need there's too much left for him to do. Mm-hmm. Right, but I think that he that he was stabbed and the the sword was broken on purpose so that the steel would stay in him. Yes, that's yes. 
I was right. I want a point. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, and he knows because of just the strength of an angel's body, mm-hmm. like the fact that the wings are bulletproof and everything, he knows that like just turning his body is stronger than the sword itself. Like yeah. he could snap the sword. doesn't change the fact that it could kill him. Yeah. Hmm. Um, sort of like if you got stabbed by a spear, you could turn like a wooden spear, you could turn and snap the wood, but you've still got to get that spear out of you right. at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but so immediately upon re-entering the city, they get out, get Michael in, and then Alex is like, "I want to be near him. I want to be next to him." Like they're like, "No, sit by his bed until he wakes up." Denied. And then he gets arrested. Desertion <laughs> of duty. Desertion yeah. of duty and uh, theft of th- government property. Exactly. Um, it, so they they haul him off, and then he sees in the in the prison that they're yelling at everybody to strip, as I think is as Orange is the New Black has taught us, is standard prison <laughs> procedure. Yes. Um, but he he knows he can't do that, because mm-hmm. he got the tattoos. I'm just laughing at that random bearded guy that they were yelling at, because he was just all, no! It was like, best acting in this episode ever. <laughs> Did anyone else think he kind of looked like Jeep? That's what I thought! I was like, yeah. wait, I'm really confused! It, it was the guy who was Jeep's body double, probably. We don't yeah, know. he looked just <laughs> enough like Jeep that I was like, wait, no, that wouldn't even Did make any sense. Did he look Jeep enough like Jeep? No, I'm sorry, that was lame. That was a Jeep joke. Uh, <laughs> that was much better. I'm glad I, I failed for you to succeed. That's what I'm here for. But so then they uh, they, they throw him in solitary. Yeah. It was really smart of him to headbutt the guy. Yes. It was. It was a good move. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knew the only way to not be forced to strip was to get sent to solitary. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like he has to know Claire's going to come for him. Well, she didn't know he was back. Yeah. yeah. He, he wouldn't have. No- I mean, I honestly don't think that he thought that she was going to come. I mean, he seemed genuinely surprised. He was like, ooh. I guess, like, but if his goal is, you're right, he probably wasn't going, he probably wasn't expecting it, but if his goal was to get back to Michael, how does he not say get General Ryson on the phone? Like, because mm. General Ryson just called, makes one call, like, yeah, the chosen one is in prison. If they take off his shirt. Mm. Right. We're, we have a big problem. Yeah. I think he's like, yeah, let, let him go, <laughs> please. Um, but you see that later he just, he basically realizes that prison is the best place for him, at least in solitary. That way no one can quote unquote get hurt and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. For now, I, I guess I'm, my thought is that like eventually they're going to make him like take off his clothes. Yeah. Right. Everybody has to get naked at one point in this series, I think. Well, he's already done it at least twice. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine it won't be the last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a matter of who he's getting naked with. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which is my like vague prediction that he hooks up with somebody besides Claire, but I'm mm. that is not based in nothing. Noma. <laughs> um, uh, I was thinking Michael. Noma. Oh. We'll get to, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen with Noma. No, I know, I know. She wants it. To happen, she wants though. it. She wants. She wants. At least she thinks she wants. She wants it. the chosen one, we'll, but she doesn't know it's the chosen we'll one until she to... finds that there's something she likes more. When we we'll get, get into to Noma, yeah. there's a lot to <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Um, but then Claire, uh, Claire is visiting Bigsby, mm-hmm. and that's how. She finds that, out. That, well, that moment sets off a chain reaction in this episode. Um, just this little street urchin girl, <laughs> little uh, female Oliver Twist story, and Those sad eyes. <laughs> yeah, the biggest, saddest They're eyes. So big. Um, and she and uh, she basically tells Claire that Alex is back. But she's even. This is the weirdest thing to me because, like, she's been calling him Alex and has been his buddy forever, and now she's like, "The chosen one was here." And first off, I was like, "You stupid idiot!" Like, you know, because I know she's a little girl, but it's like, come on. And like, part of me is bothered because, like, 
all her life, or for as long, ever long, I imagine for a while, she's known Alex. It's been Alex. So, like, why now are you going to be stupid, little girl? Because, damn it, they had to make the little girl stupid. I'm just mad at it. I'm just mad at the whole thing. <laughs> um, but, well, no, that's a, it's a good point. Like, why did she call him the chosen one? I yeah. guess it's like, if you found out your best friend growing up, like... yeah. I was about but to say was Jesus, but that's, but essentially that that's the the, the right analogy. But if even but even out, or like a superhero. Yeah, but I was going to say like but even in the other scenes where we've seen Bixby even after she knew that Alex was the chosen one, it was she was still referring to him as Alex. So I just feel like uh I guess in order to move the story along for this episode it had to be done, but uh I just I was very annoyed by yeah. that. But they're overheard by Senator Frost. Thomas mm-hmm. Frost. Who we had discussed it. We do not recall him getting injured and being put in the infirmary. So I would love it if somebody in the comments explains why he was there to be. Yeah, I feel like it might have just been a small thing that we missed, like in the background, because we've we have this is the first time we've actually focused on him for yeah. more than a minute. We met him, and then all of a sudden he's injured, and I don't recall it. And I just want someone. Maybe it comment. was from a previous episode when there was the raid and a lot of people probably got hurt. Maybe he got pushed or something and he, like, sprained his arm. It, it's possible. Um, for those of you listening, like, we we come out of the screening, we watch the episode and then immediately come into here. So we don't have a lot of time to go back and rewatch old episodes to track this kind of stuff. So please, let us, like Elliot, like Yell said. <laughs> Ten times fast. Like Yell um, said. Please uh, yell at us and let us know. Ah! <laughs> Uh, what we what we missed. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> on Thursday, guys. But so either way, his arm is broken, mm-hmm. and he goes into. Uh, but he after he hears this, he sort of enacts this insane plan. Mm-hmm. Um, where they go, they're in the Senate chamber. They have like a, a huge amount of topics to discuss. Like we have so many uh, issues. Gavel, 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 and uh, he's he says he overheard somebody talking that the chosen one is here mm-hmm. and he bought it immediately the word of a small orphan child yeah, what is she in like the hospital seven, easily nine. could have been concussed for all he knew yeah. but he takes it as solid fact oh honey it's just the morphine Shh. well i mean she says it to claire and then claire acknowledges it claire, I, yeah right there isn't claire isn't like oh that's cute claire is like oh he came to see you I'll go see him. Yeah, it's He's true. He's in jail? Okay, I'll go Fair find enough. him. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but so he decl- he says that the chosen one needs to reveal himself, mm-hmm. which is reasonable as like a member of, of like of faith that like if you knew your savior was like next door, you'd be mm-hmm. like, can I, can can we meet him? I'd like to, to meet him. I feel like it's, uh, his request is reasonable if his request was that he, the chosen one should reveal himself to the council. Yeah. So that they could, you know, because he was saying that um, the general and uh, Wheel Senior, that they're both um, worried about the Chosen One coming out because it'll get rid of their power and they Mm -hmm. won't be in charge anymore. I think what he should have been like was, hey, he should reveal himself to us and then we could work together the council. We can decide how to proceed with this as an issue. Mm -hmm. Yes, that would have been the rational way to go about this. Although they do, he does bring it to the Senate. Like, maybe he was a little bit too grand. Nobody proposed that. Yeah. Um, This is the problem with, like, he gets a little excited and Mm -hmm. doesn't stop to think rationally. And then when he's told no. Because the chosen one doesn't exist, Mm -hmm. air quotes. Or it's Wheel Senior. I love that. Yeah. 
It's me. Yeah. It's all of us. <laughs> the, the chosen you one us. is here. Um, I am the chosen one. I'm glad. I'm glad that he has. He gets to have some moments mm-hmm. of levity because, like, any for any fans of Buffy, you know that he has so, as an actor is just so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's interesting to see him as a villain. It's totally different, especially like American accent villain. But I do like it is fun that they give him a little bit of that yeah. to play with. I love with. him as a villain. Um, he is doing a very, an amazing job. Yeah. yeah. Um, you like you really hate him. I hate him. But you can totally I love to understand his justification. Like mm-hmm. that's the best villains are the ones that you could totally see their side. The best villains are the ones that you know that they're doing what they think is right. Exactly. There's no, you know, there's no such thing unless it's like a really bad animated movie where it's just like everybody evil will prevail. I was watching like Dragon Ball and Piccolo was just like evil for the sake of being evil, and I'm like, no. <laughs> um, but you know, I just, I just think that, um, yeah, just he's a great actor. I mean, he could get away with anything. So, you know, he he's doing a good job portraying this character who I hate. But yet I'm very interested in whatever he's going to do when the episode's to come. So Yeah, but that's when, like, basically when he gets told no, mm-hmm. that's when the uh, the stuff hits the fan. Yeah. Right. I felt like they could have handled this a little more delicately. Like, I mean... <laughs> they, of, like, they make, making fun of him. Yeah. Like, they make him a spectacle as opposed to being like, hey, I mean, that's not a thing, but, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it later. It's just more of, like, they they poke fun at him to the point where he feels like he's cornered. Yeah. It's, true. it's a fair point. It's the it's the it's a classic superhero story in a way that like or supervillain story of like the guy he was just like a regular guy who like needed some help mm-hmm. and you prodded him just enough to turn him into a supervillain. Right. Yeah. And apparently this guy has the ability to do supervillain like stuff, <laughs> like flood the the city's grain supply with, with his android. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What? I, oh god! I wish we had a chance to like write it down. It's just this long thing. It's my remote control it's irrigation biometric, biometric control system. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah. It was his remote control biometric uh, blah, 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 blah system. Oh, I ruined <laughs> it. Oh. I had it. I had it. And you then almost you laid the smack it, down. You said it was the missed. biometric irrigation control system. Yes. It was yes. a damn android. It was an but android. It, well, yeah. But this android can read your thumbprint on the screen. Which yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to just jump out and say what I said when we were watching it. Um, because we'll discuss the whole scene, but I wanted to just say when, uh, Alex finally comes in, the door is blown open. Their sniper could have taken him out. And then you were like, Oh no, you need the thumbprint. Yes, you need his thumbprint, but it doesn't have to be a beating actually thumbprint. Um, in, in, as recent as now, mm-hmm. they've uh, updated biometrics to have to have a, a warm signature. Right. Um, it's warm enough when he well, just gets shot. Right. But like they, there's been a string of crimes with biometrics uh, nowadays, so they have to put in securities to make sure. You that. fascinate so in me, theory, Tari. Twenty five years things? from now, there could there could be a feature that that waits for the blood pulse because th- there is a slight yeah. pulse in your right, thumb. Right. Yeah, I know that that's how it is, but he just said it was his thumbprint. He yeah, didn't it's true. Say it's true. That it had to be. A living well, because do you say it has to be the, my thumbprint <laughs> with my blood pumping through it? And- well, there's a difference. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching I'm, a lot I'm of really leverage. laughing because I'm just picturing, like, crap, he's been dead for, like, you know, now his body is cold, and somebody just, like, takes his thumb and goes, 
and just breathes <laughs> on it and presses it to the screen. That's not how it works. Fifth element uh, style. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like, that's not, that's not what so you do. So he takes them hostage. <laughs> he does. Um, so well, he invites Big Wheel and General Ryson up to the tower. Mm-hmm. Um, ost- ostensibly to show him, show them the irrigation system, which is like something that General Ryson just hasn't gotten around to, is what mm-hmm. they say. Something like that. But I guess, I mean, I guess that's fair. It's like, if General Ryson's like, he's got a ton of stuff to do, and they're like, like, oh, let me show you the new irrigation system I designed. Like, does it work? Yeah. Well, great. I don't need to see it. Just as long as it's working. What drives Um, me nuts, though, and granted, we, it did come up that, uh, Mr. Senator Robert, or I'm sorry, Senator Thomas Frost was the engineer on this with the, uh, the, Irrigation. I want to say interrogation every time. The irrigation <laughs> system. Different. What makes me mad, though, is just like, really? This is the only source of food, and you only gave that kind of protocol and actions and lockdown features to one guy? I think well, he built it himself. Yeah, yeah he but, designed it, so he put in, essentially, an override yeah. that only he could mm-hmm. control. Um, they didn't give it, it to him. He he's the engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Who else would oversee that? Like, that's if true. he's a software, if he can write the software, he could put in a backdoor code. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, but so he he basically is like, I'm gonna kill you guys if you don't give me the chosen one, <laughs> and, and screw everybody else over in the process as well. Yeah, he says that he's going to flood it, kill them, kill all the food. Everyone else is gonna die anyway. But it's not just that they don't say, like, we're not going to be the chosen one. They continue to be like, there is no chosen one, Mm -hmm. which I think was genius on their part. Mm -hmm. Because if I were him, I would be like, oh, my God. okay." because clearly I'm threatening their life. This is when they would be like, you're right. There's a chosen one. You know, right. And but, that's when then when Wheel's just like it's it's us it's all of us and he's just like shut up sit, sit down. I mean he's a, he's a televangelist <laughs> he's a quick thing he's a public speaker he's a quick thinker mm-hmm. he's just trying to come up with what can I pop what words can he use to defuse the situation yeah mm-hmm. which is great when Frost called him out on it he's like I don't I don't fall for that that you know commercialized televangelist BS. yeah yeah nonsense um, but he but I mean Big Wheel does best until he gets shot in the leg <laughs> are we gonna talk so about great. that. Oh my shot god! Yes, yes. I, yell, you do it because you're the one who said it. Okay. So General <laughs> Ryson then takes his general coat and tears it up to um, tie a tourniquet yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, on yeah. his leg. And we noticed that Wheel Senior no, Yale noticed Wheel immediately Senior is wearing a tie. Yeah, she's like, "You're wearing a tie." Like we're just watching it, and like, he's like, "But it, there's a tie right there." He's wearing a tie. Like the only <laughs> article, and it was no one wearing a belt. Yeah, I know, I know. I He's know. wearing a a general. Well, I guess you got to rip this to a be military esque uh, jacket. Just even a jacket to begin with. What you have to imagine is pretty hard to come by. Yeah, or this, rip with your bare hands. So are Prada ties and belts, guys. We didn't. You don't need to rip. <laughs> you them. don't need to rip the tie. It's already even tied. But it's got blood on it. And it's no good anymore. <laughs> He's a man of class. Okay. I'm gonna use the fancy anyway, general thing. Sorry, that- <laughs> I just no. It's a fair. It's a fair it's point. It's funny. He's wearing a tie. He's wearing a tie. Um, Shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> the things they take away from you in prison so you don't hang yourself. All of those. Okay, we're done. Uh, but I, I thought it was very interesting this discussion. Thumbprint ties the t- that, that they were having in as like as this all was going on. Where like wheel is basically he's like belief in something won't make it real. Yes, because mm-hmm. it, it just brings about a lot of the questions that the, they live in with this world. Like ima- like imagine a world where 
as as Frost says, he was always a, he wasn't a man of faith. He always believed only what he could see with his own two eyes, mm-hmm. and then he could see the things that religion had taught. He could see angels falling from the from the skies. He could see the the almost proof in front of him that God was real. So, what do you do with that faith now? Like, how do you conceptually? How do you process the fact that? what you thought could what you had no proof of now you have proof of and how does that change your existence now you have to go to war with your beliefs essentially well i think it's if you believe that there is none of this stuff because you've never seen it and then you see it that is your new reality mm-hmm. i know it's that, not even a belief it's just like well there it is i know as someone who doesn't personally Believe if angels started falling from the sky and there was a war and I could see them doing things, they have the wings and the wings are bulletproof, I could see that that is the new reality. Yeah. My brain would jump to aliens if I saw it. (laughs) Okay. But regardless, it's that's your new reality is that this is happening. These are real. Yeah. So therefore, them saying, hey, there's a chosen one, I would be like, okay, because if I can accept that there are angels, then what else is real? Yeah, but what but what uh, fraught the point that Frost makes, which I thought mm-hmm. was very fa- interesting, is that he talks about what got them through, then the devastation that they were going through was, in a sense, a, no- a new religion, mm-hmm. a new belief in something that they that wasn't tangible, that like the, almost the human existence, like how humans live, needed some kind of be- a belief in something that they couldn't see to go on to something that they couldn't see that they could hope for like because it's almost a blind hope it's kind of the same way that like now we have people who when they're going through trouble they believe and they say i need this faith to get me through it yeah it's the same thing just you know a different faith that they're believing i just find it very fascinating Uh, that's one of the things i like about this show is that because it's a world where religion is real Mm -hmm. that they then have to create a new level of religion within yeah religion yeah i I hear what you're saying yeah um but so then they're of course dealing with a very real world problem Mm -hmm. with the pending flood and wheel is like shot and he's like sitting there and he has like that one that heart to heart with Ryson for a moment, it's like, between us, we probably survived death a hundred times. Yeah. Which is two people who've been through a war. Um, and he's like, I think we might die because of this crazy asshole. <laughs> like, with a with an Android phone. <laughs> like, we survived angels and eight balls yeah. and But it's war. androids we can't survive. We <laughs> conquered Las Vegas. So then, Alex... But yeah, but so uh, while all this is going on, the Senate is trying to put together what to do. They're putting in, like a response. Like ha- of course, like you have to do something. Your entire food supply is about to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um and because your two of your senior most people are trapped in incommunicado, Becca puts Claire into her father's seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um as uh, Lady of the City Pro Tem, mm-hmm. which is something we weren't quite sure about. We talked about, I think, last week or maybe two weeks ago. That does Claire, if if Rice, General Rison dies, does Claire immediately inherit his seat as like dictator? And I think this says yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Think- well, I think well, like uh, Becca had to 
incite her as that. So it's not just as easy as, okay, he's dead, so you're in charge. Well, because I think it's Rison, like there's like a vote. and He wasn't dead, but yeah. he was unable to perform his duties yeah, yeah, yeah. for the moment. But so I think this it implies that that Claire, if Rison dies, and we know he's having some heart problems uh, with pills he can't pronounce, yeah. um, that would put Claire in charge mm-hmm. of the entire city. Regardless, I think, of whether or not she married William Wheel. Right. Well, the threat wasn't necessarily... Like, she would take over, but the issue was more about uh, Big Wheel destroying her after she's come into power. Yeah. Or at least trying to manipulate his way into, yeah. you know, choosing some things. Right. But she seems like she can handle herself. To, to At least she can handle William. Mm-hmm. Um, and Becca. So if we got Big Wheel, if they both died in yeah. some mysterious accident. Although, can I just say, though, I don't think we've seen all there is to see with William. I don't think he's as easy of a pushover. I mean, I think there's going to be a part where he's going to snap. This should probably be held for predictions. But, like, just because you made a note of it now that she can control him. I think part of his, like, kind of, like, I'm I'm all up into the faith and, you know, like, bless all ye and da-da-da-da, the chosen one. And, and he seems like he's really easy to walk all over. But I feel that there's a side to him that we probably haven't seen, like the side that was torturing people in last week's well, episode. Yeah, we did see that So, side. I mean, I feel like... We know we'll that he's on it. Gabriel's side, but it's still, an inter- like, in terms of how that affects his personality, I know that if he has to, if he eventually marries Claire, mm-hmm. which is of course going to be an issue moving forward now that Alex is back, um, ish, because she already said she'd do it. I mean, we don't know. So I disagree that I think I don't think she can. She's telling uh, William what to do. She went in there and they said you're in charge, and then she said I think Alex should reveal himself, and then Becca and uh, Wheel Junior were like no, we think this is what we should do. Yeah. And she said, you can have my vote. Yeah, she yeah. kind of gave up pretty quick. Yeah, she wasn't controlling them at all. Yeah. I think she will, if she is put in charge, I think she will not do well. Yeah. She's kind of flighty, taking a little bit of her own, like, whatever her interests are, mm-hmm. and dealing with that before she's dealing keep with in, the city. Yeah. Keep in mind, though, that in this particular decision that she had to make, it was the faith of her boyfriend putting her his him in danger from in a room with a guy with a gun or whatever. And also, she loves her dad, unlike William, who kind of despises his. So I think it would have been easier for, for him to make a decision where it's like, uh, no, send him in. Like, he doesn't really have that attachment to his father like Claire does to hers. So, and then again, because the chosen one is her boyfriend, not that anybody knows, or most people don't, um, it, it was it was harder for her to do that. Um, so I, I'm going to give her a little credit and think that maybe just because of the situation, it was a poor choice, and that's why she's like, okay, whatever, I don't want anything to do with it, you know. That's or she knew where she knew that uh, they were what their decision was going to be. She yeah, knew that they had to vote. They had to get the. I mean, she would she would have lo- she would have lost the vote anyway. So it's kind of like whatever. Um, but she goes in there. She knew that she, if she went there, she could give an executive order to mm-hmm. at least get Alex in the yeah. room by himself. And that ends up working out. She gives it, she, she goes in and she's like, he will negotiate. And mm-hmm. they're like, him? Ethan's like, but I'm the talker. Oh, oh, Ethan. <laughs> I think what's really interesting is that she originally said Alex should go in and do this and reveal himself. 
And they were saying, no, he shouldn't. But then when she goes down to give the executive order. Basically, that's what happens. Not just that, that he had made the decision before she told him, hey, maybe you want to reveal yourself. He had made the decision. I think that was why she said, like, gave the executive order mm-hmm. because he had said, "I, you know, it's his choice to come out, really. Mm-hmm. Right. It's everyone's own choice to come out, guys. <laughs> Can't yeah, force and, it, out. and it's something I'm. I'm glad we're seeing him a little bit more active in his choices until yeah. he's been sort of reactionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, running away, which like we want to see. I, Alex is the character we still haven't gotten to. He's been more reactive. I'm. I'm excited to see what he does when he gets into a position where he has to go out to make choices. He has to put himself into situations as opposed to just reacting to what's thrown at him. Well, this mm-hmm. was his coming of age like yeah. episode. This was the one where he finally realizes who he has to be, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, don't, I think moving forward, we'll get a lot more of that. Yeah. Um, but so as this, this storyline sort of wraps up, like Alex comes in and he, he does reveal himself. He shows off the tattoos. But of course, Frost doesn't believe it. As like anyone of faith, like when they're shown just like the bare bones of like Look, it's real. It's the thing. Yeah. It's like, well, I need also more because proof. it's somebody that he's always seen around and has like a low ranking officer. Like, what this dude? Yeah. Like this guy? Like really? But it's like, I, I mean, I thought that was a little strange. Like he's like, he's just a V two. He guards. Like, what did you think? The chosen one was like a high priestess. Like yeah. over. I um, think he didn't think about the idea that like they're trying to hide this child, so they're just going to hide him with the masses. They're not going to put him. Yeah, royalty. He probably would think it would be like a strange person he's never seen before, right? Or someone he's so familiar with because they're like it's like little wheel or something. Yeah, that's what I um, think he think it was. But uh, then Alex recalls and gets another flash of the vision he saw before when he was in solitary. When he was in solitary, he saw the ink sort of like melting off his skin, forming something in the ground, and said, "She died for you." And he, he just knows based on the flash that he says it and it connects with Frost and who's, we don't get the full story, but we get just enough to understand that something very traumatic happened where his daughter, Abby, died and because of that, he survived. Yeah, 20 mm-hmm. years later because he was one of the founding people to build the city mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as we come to find out later when uh, they talk about uh, how his death was going to be covered up. Yeah, and that diffuses the situation enough that... Frost gives it, he throws down his gun and it's like, thank you. mm -hmm. That's what I needed. He kneels before the chosen one. And I'm laughing because I think, I don't know who it was, but I think there were several of us in the room that were like, oh man, Wheel's going to shoot him. Wheel's going to shoot him. And then we turn around and we're like, what? And it was. I mean, it was the natural expectation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We thought. We like who that's of course who you think we to this point General Reston seemed been like a good guy but he picks up that gun he doesn't even hesitate nope. and he shoots Frost in the head mm-hmm. till he's dead <laughs> yeah um, I had my suspicion when uh, David had mentioned that he had killed all those techs and Reston didn't even, didn't even bat an flinch. eyelash that's true that's right yeah he, he he effectively by his reaction there signed off on yeah. those deaths and presumably the death of Bixby at mm-hmm. the end which. We could talk about it at length, but um, we want to get moving because we're a little deep into the show. Mm-hmm. So let's um, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, thank you so much for watching. Um, this is a, this panel is so much fun to do every week. I love all three of my co-hosts. It's a pleasure to come here every week. Um, but you know how you guys can help us? Because it, it, we do these shows for free. 
these are free for you. You mm-hmm. can download this and all of the uh, After Buzz shows, and there's a lot of them. Tons. You could watch them for years. It's weird <laughs> that people, anybody gets sleep around here. <laughs> so weird. Um, but the thing is, we need your help to help, like, to keep the lights on here, to, to make this show great. And that's the way you can do that is by going on to iTunes. And you go on to iTunes, subscribe to the, to the, to the, uh, to the show, uh, Give us a rating. We hope it's five stars. Five stars. Let us know what you think. Uh, we want to hear from you. Just leave us a review. The reviews make our day, and they also help raise the relevance level. The water, the general, just water level of the whole network. It helps keep us searchable. It helps other fans find the show. It, it's a big deal, and it helps more than you know. And you know what? It did help us get recently because you guys have been so great with your responses about this show. Is that I'm I'm really excited to announce that next week we're going to have as a guest on the show executive producer and creator of Dominion Vaughn Wilmot. Yay! Um, I, I'm super excited. Yes. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to get to talk to him about the show, what 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 his thoughts were going into this, because it's a, it, he created this, this show, like what this show is, but it's, of course, based on a movie from a few years ago. But it's so much better than the movies. <laughs> but it's, it, it's so much, it'll be very interesting to get into his head and get him to tell us what the story is. Tell we're going to ask all the questions that we've been wondering all season. Yep. And so take him can... and shake him. Be who is Jesus? <laughs> when you see he was a man. Who is was shut up, Alex. God, tell me now. Um, but yeah, but but tune in next week Thursday right after the show airs, 10 p.m. West uh, Pacific time. Where and, are we? Where uh, are we, Zach? We're in the Pacific. Okay. Yeah. Time zone. West um, Coast time. And, West Coast. And we're gonna be talk. We're gonna be talking to Vaughn Wilmot, executive producer and creator. Of Dominion, yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And so let's. Uh, do you oh, have any shoutouts? Oh, I do have shoutouts. I do. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, um, guys. And that's the other thing is when you give us a review on iTunes, you also get a shout out here on the show. Um, so I want to give the first shout out to Tender Eleven, who says, who gives a five stars. Thank you very much, Tender Thanks. Eleven. Uh, loving the Dominion After Buzz TV show. I really enjoy the TV show, so naturally I went looking for a podcast, and boy am I happy I found this one. Aww. Yay! Sweet. Um, brown, brown mice? It was, it was supposed to be yeah. brown eyes, but then they misspelled, and they're like, yeah, it sounds good. Maybe. Apparently, brown mice 77. Oh, I'm uh, gonna go with their Meisner fan from Grimm. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. what I'm gonna go with. Thank you for watching more of our content. I hope <laughs> I hope I'm right because who doesn't love Meisner? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we get started on that. We're not going yeah. to. Um, it's like good time. She also gave us five stars. Thank you so much. Um, glad to see a podcast for the show. I think for new shows, sometimes it's tough to get to find the p- other people that are watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know a lot of shows, especially on sci-fi, you, you, it's always like you watch and none of your friends watch it. And that's what we're here for. Yeah. We're uh, for the lonely outcast people and all group of my of friends. friends watch it. Are you kidding? There are so many shows that I'm watching, like Grimm. I, t- until I talked to Yell about Grimm. it on After Buzz TV, I had not had a single person to talk about it with ever. Oh. I have lots um, of people to talk about. And la- but lastly, before we get back into it, is, uh, Cat uh, uh, say Nitch gave us uh, says almost stopped watching the show. She almost stopped watching Dominion after the first episode until she started listening to this podcast. Oh. She says it got her interest up, and now she's committed to the season. Yeah, thanks guys. We're assuming you're a woman. <laughs> We're changing lives. Uh, yeah, that's uh, what's this cat? I just assumed. Yeah, could because be men meow, don't meow. like cats. No, but nah. like I, I assumed it was Catherine, or she likes meow meows. 
<laughs> Either way, thank you for watching. Um, and let's so let's get back into that because yeah. I'm so excited to talk about Michael Gabriel and Uriel. Oh, okay, this okay. is what I've been waiting for. Start so let's <laughs> talk about it. But this is like the stuff that I love. So Uriel and like so the character, the mm-hmm. the backstory, and this is I thought it was very interesting that it's a female angel. Yeah, Uriel um, is a boy's name. Mm-hmm. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> In Hebrew, boy's name. Moving but, on. But we could, I mean, it's an angel. You never know. People misinterpret. Apparently, so for anyone listening that's named Uriel, according to Dominion, uh, you're named after a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that they decided to change it up because traditionally the angels are men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that they're mixing it up and I love that they decided to go with this angel to be a woman. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, and Uriel is the, uh, uh, translates to God is my light, mm-hmm. the light of God. Um, is and I thought when I was looking into it, it's very interesting. It's, she's not just listed as the angel of like poetry and some other things, but the angel of repentance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found fascinating was that according to the book on um, the Revelation of Edras, um, it says that the angels that will rule the world, like following the apocalypse, so like after the world is destroyed in the apocalypse, the angels that will be left to rule the world. And there's like a, a big list, but the main ones are Michael. Gabriel, Uriel, Raphael, and then these five ones that I've never heard of, like Gabuthleon and Bavoros <laughs> and Aker. If and I get a new cat, I know Arf- what I'm naming them. Arfagutano. I don't know how Arf- to pronounce Gutino, any of That's these. my new cat's name, Arfagutano. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce those ones. Um, <laughs> Zebulion. Either I way. love Bouillon but, and Soup. But Michael, Gabriel, Uriel, and Raphael. And Raphael was mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling he's not far behind. Mm-hmm. And Uriel comes... So Uriel comes in. And so we're now three siblings. She just, like, sneaks up on Michael after no, no, he sleeps with Becca. No, no, no. No, but before, like... Oh, the yeah. Peeling, he saves... He saves... She, she saves. saves. She, yeah, she goes in there like a ninja with a... With, I would a assume fe- it was one of her feathers. I think feathers. it was her feather. And she it was so interesting how she lit it up. And then we peels back this disgusting wound. And what do we see? It's a vagina! Okay? Don't shout into the microphone. Sorry, it just that's what it looked like. Vagina into the microphone. <laughs> listen, Liz. listen. I got I let her, she was able to talk about how he was wearing a tie. This was my revelation. I'm sorry. I'm showing my maturity level, but that's what it looked Look, like. That's fine. Just don't shout. It was a stab wound. I don't know what vaginas you guys are looking You agreed with me. Don't I'm even sorry. ask. Have you never seen a vagina? That wound was very vagina-like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a gross, like, bloody vagina. Uh, uh, no, 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 so, no, 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 no. Done. Yeah, done. done. I'm calling it We're at done. that one. But anyway, but it Tari, feels... No, Tari gets the last word on this. <laughs> I'm changing the topic. Thank okay. you. Um, I thought the person who healed him was a man. I was assuming that it was like one of the secret, super secret ag- uh, agent I, when agents. They first, I, 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 I wrote down ninja hair. with a feather. Um, ninja with a feather. Because <laughs> they just come in, they're dressed like they're, it's all in black. I assumed it was either Becca or Wheel taking some of Michael's blood for study. But Becca was next to her sleeping, holding his hand. Yes, it could have been Becca. So- um, well, somebody gathering it for her. Sorry, because Becca and Wheel were conspiring a week ago to study Michael to find out his weaknesses. Which she this did. This is the perfect opportunity. Which we saw Becca was studying the um, sword, sword and his blood. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I assumed when she first snuck in that that it was related to that until she started healing him with her feather magic. Right. Um, but so then, so Uriel is like about to cut Becca's throat. Yeah, or sewer Uriel with her super 
like awesome little double sword thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which looked like it was something out of like Soul Calibur. It was just yeah. a really weird yeah. weapon. Soul Calibur. Um, uh, but yes. she so sorry the angel from. Uh, uh, Super Smash Brothers has that uh, same. Oh, oh, yes, it's oh, that one, oh, and he's an angel character. I'm really Sorry, mad. I, I can't thought that remember was his name. I'm so oh. mad. It's not a big deal. Nope. Um, but <laughs> so, what? What that cuts to is, I mean, they have their little like Kit. tumble and like fighting in the in the. And I was like, I just yelled out, "Yes!" When they started, like, I was like, "Winged combat!" He's like, angel fights. That's like the I only love thing. Angel Zach, fights. Zach just goes, "Yes, angel fights." <laughs> I got really. I get really excited. He does. Um. But so they they tumble and like they it cuts to them later at Gabriel's little mountain retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, Uriel takes Michael, and they don't go to Gabriel's retreat. No, no, they no. meet in San Francisco. Yeah, is that where that was? Yeah, they showed San Francisco. They showed Coit Tower. They showed. The I Bay must Bridge have been writing something and down. the Golden Gate Bridge. It was very much San Francisco. I totally missed that shot, and I apologize. And they were in some weird arty library. museum library. Yeah. yeah. Um, that I had blinked. Photos, or like paintings of angels. Well, so now we know what happened to San Francisco. You never blink around yeah. angels, Zach. You should know better. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, that was good. I enjoyed that. That's great. Um, but so, so that, well, anyway, they're meeting at a neutral location. Yes. San Francisco. Um, San Francisco is now out as a potential location for uh, Helena Mm-hmm. Or uh, New Delphi. Correct. Yes. We're still figuring out exactly where those places are. Oh, that would have been so good for Helena. Yeah. yeah. I actually assume, this is sort of, we're getting off topic, but I assume Helena is somewhere in the, like, northeast. Okay. Like an Adirondacks type retreat, like in the green, like, mountains. All right. I don't know why. Let, let's I just, just think of, uh, we'll, we'll get back to it, but maybe, and if anybody of the fans want to shout out or something of where they think it is, but, like, let's just assume... Wherever you think the biggest air base would be, that they have all those planes and stuff and mm. helicopters, I'm going to assume wherever the biggest amount of those are in a location is mm. probably where it is. Well, there's a big military base near Cape Cod. Yeah. All right. That'd be it. I just like that I could That's what I'm thinking. On air. Um, but so uh, the, the, they're all talking and basically... They they they're all talking about uh, the fact that God's missing. Like they that they like Michael and Gabriel. She's she calling them like children. She's mm-hmm. like they they're always fighting. Yeah. She's like you guys are always fighting. This is it's a very stop. sibling you know esque. I mean, she a sister brother. This you know the she's, whole she wants them to stop. And I think it's interesting that she refers to Michael as little brother. Yes. Yeah. She's apparently the oldest. Yeah. Um, is but, she older than Gabriel? She mentioned to him as a little brother too. Um, I guess not, but. Okay. I guess I just put, thought, thought of them as the same. <laughs> they never say little or younger, so I sort of assumed they were like twinsies. Yeah. Right. Um, she, and they, they talk about she could end it. Mm-hmm. That I thought that was very interesting. Maybe it's just that another seraphim level angel, like another member of the highest choir of angels, mm-hmm. being on one side would be enough. Mm. Yeah. But it's. It, I'm curious what you guys think, like because I, they say that um, she refuses to, of course. Yeah. But you, um, you two, uh, they're, they're fighting over a world that's not made for them. I found it very interesting how disgusting it was, assumingly to Uriel, that uh, Gabriel learned how to possess the eight balls 
that there was a comment that was made that apparently mm-hmm. was very disgusting or d- detesting or to to the other angels, the higher ups. Like that was like, Ugh, what, what would you do that for? I would think that they would equate it to like being inside of a dog or something. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. I found it really interesting that they referred to the angels as eight balls mm. because we had said that the reason they're called eight balls, well, we assumed, we assumed was because of the black eyes. Yeah, which if they are angels talking about other angels, I feel like they wouldn't call them that. Yeah, you, you would them. assume that they had their own name. Yeah, for them. or they would have right. called them like lower levels, the lower levels, or something like that. Though Michael's been around all the vegans. Um, for a while. So, I mean, he's but, bound to use their terminology. Uriel also uses the terminology eight balls. Did yeah, she? and she, yeah. she's been gone for 25 years, which they do mention, like, where the hell have you been? I guess, in a sense, if you if we assume that angels, like, when they're up in angel, mm-hmm. like, they don't speak English. So whatever they, n- name they have for them may not just, they may just not have a Did you just say when word. they're up in angel-y? Angel world. Oh, angel world. Okay, I'm just saying... Um, New heaven, heart. angel world. Well, like I don't want to Los call Angeles. It, I don't want to call it heaven because I feel like that's going to be something the show plays with a little bit, so, like heaven versus hell versus where the angels were. The angel mm. plane. Yeah. Um, I think I disagree because I think that they would. I mean, they would call each other by different names then, because if they the if it doesn't translate or the language isn't the same, then they would just either call the lower angels what they called them or not. Mm. But if the but again if like if humans gave michael the name michael and gave gabriel the name gabriel it's like that's just what they are called in this plane of existence well I, though technically by all rights the names came from god being dictated to a human so yes. those were their names originally boom yeah. i think we're off off topic anyway, yeah, yeah, i just yeah, think yeah. it's interesting they call but them no, no no but and it's something that i think as we get more into the show and we start to get more as more angels show up and we get a little bit more of the lore there that may some of this might get more explained hopefully we might get more info on it mm-hmm. um we'll ask Vaughn about we have, it yeah week. i was gonna say we have the right person coming in next week so. um but so, I, but she her reaction to god leaving i thought was one of the uh, very interesting uh, changes here that they talk. She talks about um, they were father's favorite creations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes. so. Uh, but it, but the big thing with Uriel is that she switches. She yeah, she basically t- pledges to both sides. Yeah, she yeah. tells. She says, you know, right to to Michael. She says, "You won't face Gabriel alone. You will have my sword." Hug, sad pan out look at the camera and then the same exact thing happens we go over and she's actually lying then and then she says to gabriel same thing you won't face michael alone you have my sword hugs him evilly smirks which makes me believe that she's not on either of their side i think she's just playing them both for some other plot that we're not sure about and that's that i like that that thought um but uh what let's really quickly talk about Arika and Noma. Mm-hmm. Um, quick thoughts on that. I think um, Arika is insinuating that Noma is a lesbian. And I think that Noma is going to go with her. That's my honest to god. I yeah. That's what happened. Um, I, th- I I mean Arika basically wants Noma to go with her because she sees a strong woman. Yes. To go with her to this like Thermopylae. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. I I th- I agree. Yes, but then I also think there might be some sort of thing to that that we don't know. Like. She said, like, you know, why would I leave Vegas? She's like, why would you come here? Why would you stay? And part of me thinks, like, maybe she's not originally from there. Maybe she's originally from a place where... Maybe she's from Helena. I don't know. I didn't just kind of throw well, it out there. Let's figure out... Why don't we talk about that in predictions? Yeah. Yeah. 
And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All right, so guys, um, real quick, let's fire off. Uh, what do you guys think? We got a really, I think next week's episode looks really good. We got to see there's some Alex in training stuff going on. Alex getting visions of who he's going to be fighting. People going through windows. Yeah. Um, so quick predictions. Yeah, what do you think? I think next week's episode is just going to be an entire episode of training. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, but I do agree that I think Uriel is... Um, playing both sides and then in the end she's going to be even more evil than gabriel that's exactly what i was gonna say i think it's all about training i think that um i think i think there's also going to be i mean because we did mention briefly that bixby's dead now Mm -hmm. and i think that this is going to set um alex off in a whole direction of just rage and you know frustration and and how he's really just putting his all into the training and uh fighting the corruption and fighting the corruption and just trying to he's like enough is enough so Gotcha. Um, I, uh, yeah, it's going to be a bunch of training. I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to seeing, because we know that he has prophetic powers from the thing. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, earlier you see the water and it mm-hmm. dripping off his thing. So, I mean, it's mostly going to be about him learning how to control it and know how to interpret them. So it'll be like a Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I mean, in terms of the training, I think you're right. We're going to see a little bit more of that. I think we're going to see mostly him learning how to fight an angel. Yeah. Like what ways mm. to fight a being that is significantly more powerful, at least than he is at this moment. But my and- big prediction, sorry, let me get this out. Uh, my big prediction with Uriel is that... I think she, because as the angel of repentance, I think what she's really trying to do is she's trying to make Michael and Gabriel answer for what she's going to see as their crimes against the world and against their crimes against God, and that their fighting is really what drove their father away. I think yeah. that's how she sees it. Interesting. Yeah. So she's playing them against each other because she's basically mad at both of them. Mm. Um, she's the she's the God is my light. She like she's there to save the world i think she's a third party that's well, like neither one of you is right i'm just gonna get rid of both of you and it'll work itself out i think I, she spent the last 20 whatever five. years um off with god she knows where god interesting. is interesting that's what i think interesting. I, was, I was just gonna say i hope next episode maybe we'll even at least get a sneak peek into what she's been up to or where she was in the last 25 yes. years um also i hope we touch more on what Becca found out with the blade and the blood because she had like this weird look on her face like she saw something but we don't know what oh it's yes. definitely coming around it could be markings it could be just or some, some sort, sort of, of weird reaction to the blood and the blade yeah. so we'll figure it out yeah she's now got a way as we wrap up oh, she with Becca may have a way to kill an angel yeah. on her hands um so guys, thank you so much for listening. We have been your AfterBuzz TV Dominion podcast. Uh, let's go around the horns, guys. Where can the Tori? Where can the people find you on Twitter? Wherever else besides here, um, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T A U R I J A Y. Um, you can also catch me on the Wednesday Extant panel and the Sunday Sword Art Online panel with Liz. Hey, hey guys, uh, I'm Liz Rishmawi. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lizzie Mal- L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. You can also find me on, like you said, Sword on Online on Sundays. And also with my lovely co-host Yale here on The Musketeers. 
You can find me online at Yell TV. That's Y-A-E-L dot TV. Uh, there you'll find awesome information about the beautiful stylings from Siren's Boudoir. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Google Plus at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz, I'm on the uh, Leftovers panel, and starting this Sunday, The Strain. Uh, and don't forget to tune in next week for our interview with Vaughn Wilmot, the executive producer and creator of Dominion. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 